This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, what's the one thing you need to do before you leave the house in the morning to make you feel like your life is in complete order? It can be as dumb or as important as you want it to be, but it is the thing you need to do. 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. Uh, and I, I need to make the bed. I always leave my house with my bed made. So for you, the most important thing is to have your bed made before you leave the house. Which sounds really silly, right? Because it doesn't really put anything in order. Mm -mm. It just makes my bed. But it makes me feel like the room is clean and I've I'm going to have a nice bed to get into later. 651-641-1071. What is that thing for you? We've got Sherry on the line. Hi, Sherry. Hi, guys. What's up, Cher? Oh, not too much. Just uh, sitting out here in my car in the cold. Yeah. Wow, that sounds fun. Sell it, Cher. Well, I mean, it is snowing and it is cold. It is. So, Sherry, what is the one thing you need to do before you leave the house to make you feel like your life is in order? Actually, there's two, if that is allowed. We will allow it. Thank you. So, I'm like you, Brad. Um, I don't use the dishwasher. I wash my dishes by hand. Oh, look at you. Um, just because it's the two of us, me and my husband. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I cannot have dirty dishes in that sink. It'll drive me insane. Oh, sure. And I'm the same at night. I have to have, you know, dishes washed before I go to bed, yada, yada, and then breakfast dishes put away. And then number two, um, I check all the lights to make sure they're off. I'm oh, yeah. Kind of like. OCD about it, so that's no. me. Okay, Sherry, I do have to ask you about that because we, Holly's not here today, but she has this thing where she always, you know, she'll get to work and she'll go, oh my gosh, I'm afraid I left the crock pot too close to the cupboards or I'm afraid that I left the iron on or, you know, she always has, a, do, so do you, after you do all that checking, do you wonder and worry after you leave whether oh or not God. you actually did it? I'm just curious. You know, no, I'm not that okay, bad, but uh, sometimes I will, like, have a candle on in the morning, especially now. It's kind of dark yet mm-hmm. when I'm up, and, you know, I I do get obsessive about that, but I kind of learned a little trick to make sure when I blow the candle out, I like, <laughs> this is really lame, but I like spin around a couple oh. times, so that'll help me remember. I get it. You know, um, I get it. Here's another good idea because Holly gave uh, me this one at one point. Take a picture of it. Ah, Bradley. Isn't that a good one? Take a picture and then you just know. um, I did that thing. I don't have to worry about that thing because I did it. There you go. Well, thanks, guys. Then you won't get dizzy. Thank you, Sherry. 
651-641-1071. What is that thing that you need to do before you leave the house to make you feel like your life is in order? Let's go to the phones. We've got Anna on the line. Hi, Anna. Hi. Okay, so we have a, yes, we have a kitten. Her name is Ruby. Mm. And she is, yes, she is seven months old. And we have to make sure we have, um, we have to make sure that she didn't leave our apartment. And so when we leave, we just have to make sure that when we lock the door, that we spin around in a circle and we make sure that she didn't leave with us. Oh, yeah. You got to make sure oh, that the cat sure. didn't come around. Yeah. Thank you, Anna. That's awesome. I have to tell you, we have, so I have a front porch. Yeah. And sometimes when you shut the door behind you, if it's not locked, it'll pop back open and then the cat will get out. Oh, sure. And so if I'm bringing stuff in and out to the car, the cat loves to be on the front porch because to the cat, it's like being outside. Yeah, for sure. Wouldn't you know this morning? Wouldn't you know? Wouldn't you know it? This morning, the dumb cat, one of them. Out on the front porch in this freezing cold, and I like lost it because I was already going to be late, and I was yeah. like, "I got to get this cat back inside." And my cats, they, they don't, don't obey. You? No, don't you have like a pounce container? Oh yeah, no. I went in and I rattled the food, and that oh. cat was in in two seconds flat. Yeah. But that doesn't always work because sometimes the cat calls my bluff. But I get it, Anna. I'm just saying I understand because you don't want to think that that cat's out roaming yeah, around. Yeah, no, I do that with my dog. And in fact, I came to work one day last week and thought for sure I had. Like she had gotten out, didn't see her, looked around the backyard, actually pulled back from, I drove into the alley and then I drove back just to look at my backyard one more time. Mm -hmm. There's no reason that my dog is out. She's actually enjoying her little treat that she gets before we leave each day. She takes it in the other room and runs in and does it. But yet I'm paranoid that somehow she escaped without me seeing as I was leaving. Because your brain does that. It, yeah. you know, tries to find something to, to, you know. That's a whole separate conversation. There are like Mm -hmm. 20 things in my house that I'm like, did I... I don't. Maybe we can save that one for tomorrow. Be burned down. Let's go to Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Rachel, what's that one thing you need to do before you leave the house to make sure your life feels like it's in order? Well, mine is also a pet thing. I have to blow kisses to all living things that are in my house under my roof that day. That's so cute. (laughs) I love it. What does that involve other than people and animals, or is that the only thing we're talking about? I think that's the most important thing okay. to talk about. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I love that. Blow kisses. You don't even have to get up all up in their grills. You just blow the kiss. They all get it. <laughs> I love it. Thank you, Rachel. That's sweet. Uh, you know, that's, yeah, that's a cute one, too, because, like, my husband, this he always says goodbye to all the kids. Sometimes the kids are sleeping, and they don't remember it, and so they'll come to me and ask me, did Dad say goodbye to me and tell me he loved me today? Oh, I'm like, sweet. I'm pretty sure he did. I just say yes. I would have just said no. Rude. He left Jeez. to get cigarettes last night and haven't seen him since. Oh my <laughs> god, that's terrible. I might do that tomorrow. I, mean, I was going to say, if if you can't have a little fun, have a little fun with kids' brains. What can you do? Mm-hmm. Kylie's on the line. Hello, Kylie. Kylie, what is that one thing you need to do before you leave the house in the morning to make sure that you're going to have a good day? Yeah. So this was at my parents' house, but they had a storm door for the dogs, and um. Basically, the dogs uh, had a, it had a doggy door in it, so they could get in and out to the backyard with a fence when we were gone. Mm-hmm. And there were steps below the doggy door, if that makes sense. So they'd have to get out the doggy door and immediately step down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Later on in life, the door broke, and so it would swing open when the dogs would go through. 
And sometimes we'd come home and two of their legs would be outside <gasps> and two of their legs would be inside oh. and they'd be stuck. Oh. And so they had to make sure the door was stuck because sometimes they'd come back from like the grocery store and the dog would just be like waiting for us to come home. Oh, jeez. Oh, that is so That's sad slash sweet. Sad. Um, oh, my gosh. Yes. Make sure that the dogs uh, can get all the way back in and they're not going to be stuck halfway. Thank you for your call, Kylie. Uh, And thanks to all of you for calling. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Jordan Woods, uh, who, you know, was the person who ended up catching Tristan Thompson and his cheating lies. She says that it was because she was blackout drunk. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about that. But also, I would like to use uh, this story to illustrate the fact that we're always right about celebrities on the Colleen and Bradley oh, show. Wow. Yeah, I know it's a bold it's a bold, a bold statement. statement, but we're, I'm going to prove it to you after this okay. on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. So, it totally was not Jordan Woods' fault that she made out with Chloe's husband. No. Father of her children, not husband. Um because she was blackout drunk. This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi, bitches. <laughs> Every time. 100% of the time. Because I never know when it's coming. And then you when it's know. here, you're it's just going to get it when you get laugh. it. And you're going to like it. <laughs> Two, three, four. Okay. So um, Jordan Woods wants us all to know that she didn't even really realize that she was making out with Tristan and because she was so drunk p.s i've totally been there i am the jordan woods of your 20s my 20s so i think that actually happens now whether or not that's a uh, legitimate excuse for the person whose significant other you uh i think the british would say snog yes snogging Um, snogging Mm -hmm. uh then that's a different story but in terms of alcohol yes during a blackout you're capable of doing things you weren't aware of Yes. I could give you chapter and verse. Mm -hmm. Here's my issue right now. Well, I got a couple issues. And then I'm going to prove a big point. You've got more than a couple, but about this. Oh, oh, sorry. Let me specify. First of all, frankly, I think that the Kardashians should actually be thanking her because we all told you that Tristan Thompson was a cheater McCheater pants. We've been telling you. You, apparently, Chloe kept wanting to go back. It's not Jordan Woods' fault. It is. But, I mean, the fact that it was this close to home is the thing that finally sealed the deal for Chloe. That's my first point. Yeah. I, though, I mean, that's the narrative. I don't mm-hmm. buy it. I think it's all just a setup. And I think this is completely 100% handcrafted by a lady named Chris Jenner. And she's so good at, you know, she's such an artisanal. Uh, pot stirrer that she should have her own page on Etsy. I agree with you, actually. I 100% think that this is all fabricated. And, and this is the storyline they want you to believe that, you know, exactly. oh, and, and they're going to say, okay, Jordan, so you're, because ex- now we're going to need an excuse. Mm-hmm. And the excuse will be that you were blackout drunk and you're so sorry and you didn't know what you were doing because <sighs> here's what needs to happen. 
as this storyline goes, remember, this is all for, as we've pointed out several times, this is all for the next season of the Kardashians. Correct. So this must play out in such a way that we get to a conclusion. And so the conclusion is going to be that she's going to be welcomed back into the fold. Why? Yeah. Because this didn't actually happen and they she, are friends. Yeah. And so the, the their relationship will not end. So there will need to be a way for her to come back in. And I guarantee you at the end of this experience, there's going to be this like, she was drunk. She learned a valuable lesson and we she were able not to what she did. forgive and forget mm-hmm. and move on. And we are better and stronger because of it. And we're lady power 2019. I'm just saying it smells real funky up in cable here. TV up in here. And it's going to, you are correct. That is what's going to happen. And we will all watch that unfold. This is actually helpful in proving my point, which is this. If you think for one second that celebrities are not responsible for the story that gets told through the media, Mm -hmm. you're dead wrong. And we've been saying that forever. And I'm going to illustrate it in this using this story. Okay, Mm -hmm. so if you go on to any tabloid, any if you go to Google News and search entertainment, I'm going to say 80 percent of the stories you're going to see are Kardashian related. Yeah. Probably the other, you know, 15% are going to be related to either R. Kelly or Jesse Smollett right now. Because those are the kind of two big stories that are happening. The other 5% are going to be Oscar related and other celebrity stuff. You can always guarantee that there are going to be three or four stories every day. Or maybe two or three. But, you know, there are going to be several stories every day about that involve Kardashian. Exactly. And the reason why is because they push the stories, which is why you hear us talk about them so much because, oh my gosh, that's it's so in your face. Meanwhile, I just happened upon a headline today that illustrated to me that it is possible to keep relationships a secret and it's possible to keep breakups a secret. Because did you know that Katie Holmes and Jamie Foxx apparently have broken up? I don't know that I knew that, I guess. I don't pay attention to them, but I don't remember hearing it yeah, specifically. Because no. it wasn't in all the headlines. So, first of all, for like five years, the two of them were dating, and we all only were, could speculate about that. Well, because she was under contract with Tom Cruise. That's our belief. And then they finally went public with like a walk on the beach. When was that? Like maybe a year ago? And now they just have quietly broken up. And the only way we know this is because Jamie Foxx, apparently at an Oscars after party, described himself as single and then was, you know, playing shack up honey with some other lady at this party. Shack up honey. Mm-hmm. Okay. A gal pal. A, a lady gal. <laughs> now, tell me, it like, how can it be? That they were able to keep that relationship secret for five years with only speculation. And then even after they made it public, it, they still were able to kind of have their relationship on the down low. And now they even broke up and we didn't even know about it. Well, and I think the point that you're making then is that um, you can have people talking about you or not. And most of the time it's up to you. Exactly. So that if you see a celebrity's name in headlines, very often you have something to do with it. Now, I think that's changed somewhat, honestly, Mm -hmm. uh, wherein it used to be 
that certain celebrities really became targets of tabloids in a way that I don't think was as self-promotional as it is today. Mm -hmm. And I say that when I think of people like Oprah, for example, you know, who was always in headlines, like weird stories about Oprah. I don't Mm -hmm. think Oprah's people were pushing stories that she and Stedman were beating each other up and like getting abducted. Probably true. Probed by aliens. But the tabloid and the media landscape that we find ourselves in today is very much um, a wasteland. And what I mean by that is, for example, outlets like People Magazine don't do a lot of their original reporting on their own. They don't sit around and go, oh, we got this hot tip about so-and-so. Let's get on the trail and then Mm -hmm. we're going to report on the story and we're going to put it out to our uh, viewers or our readers. Instead, they get, you know, a piece of info, a tip or a press release from PR people from particular celebrities that allege to or purport to tell a story. And so what I'm saying is tabloid media is very lazy. Mm -hmm. And so it is very easy to then manipulate. And I think stars have caught on to the power of the media such that they have done a 180 and have been able to utilize and harness the power of tabloids to get their own narratives out such that a lot of times now when you see stories, um, you especially when it's like, you know, God, I'm other than the Kardashians, you know, what's her name? Not Miranda Lambert. What's the other mm. one that we were talking about? She fell. Oh, oh I yeah. fell and oh, I gosh. hurt my face. Carrie Underpants. Carrie Underpants. Like those kinds of Carrie stories Underwood. are totally manipulated by the stars themselves. So Hand your point delivered. is absolutely 100% correct. Yes. So in the event that you think that the media is being unfair to the Kardashians or they're over-reporting on the Kardashians, you have nobody to blame but the Kardashians. Because they want you to think these things. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got crazy, stupid idiots for you. Dumb people doing dumb things on My Talk 107.1. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them every day at 2.30 on the That's Colleen right. and Bradley show. My Talk 107.1 mm-hmm. streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, And these are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say... That's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the same. Florida. Florida. Mm -hmm. Where are we going first? Hey, look, we're going to Florida. Yay. I want to tell you about some crazy, stupid idiots. There's a lot of them in this story. I don't even know where to begin, but I'll begin here. We're going to a place in Florida called Florida. Okay. Florida, Florida, everybody. Florida, Florida. Mm -hmm. And uh, I want to tell you about some people in Florida. One of them's name is Zachary Molendick. Okay. I don't want to know more about what's going on there. Why? Zach in Molen Dick. Okay. Spell it. No. no. Let's just leave it where Mo- it is. Or it could be Moellen Dick. Mm. No. Or Molen Dick. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, uh, Zach Molen Dick, uh, Krista Lee. Now, they were arrested uh-huh. in July by an officer named Doug. I'll just call him Doug. Okay. So Officer Doug was like, um, you guys were stealing jewelry and a baby toy at the Walmart. Oh, jewelry, jewelry and, and a, a baby, baby toy. toy. They're probably like, get something for the kids, you know what I mean, while we're here. Mm-hmm. 
So they're at the Walmart. I didn't know Walmart sold jewels. I mean, I don't know how precious they are. Well, I'm sure to the purchasers they're yeah. precious, right? Oh, so. actually, there was an episode, I'm sorry, of Teen Mom where um, Gary Shirley, who was the fiancé for a period of Shirley, time. you can't be serious. Dead serious. Of Amber Portwood bought her her engagement ring Okay, so, you know, diamonds so are a, a girl's best friend, whether mm-hmm. they come from Walmart or Tiffany's. And it was like a $200 ring, so. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. have like a Walmart, ta- like prices dropping or whatever Mm -hmm. anyway so they arrested krista and zachary molen dick Mm -hmm. uh back in july doug did remember officer doug officer doug he was like you kids cannot be stealing jewels and baby toys so they said stay away from that store and uh then he did what you always do which is cuff him and And stuff him. him and he stuffed him in the back seat of his vehicle okay but that's not the only thing that got stuffed on that particular occasion. Okay. But wait, there's, there's more. more. So, uh... <laughs> wait, I think that you're being gross right now. I am? When you said that wasn't the only thing that got stuffed. Maybe it was like a stuffed baby toy. Mm, okay. No, it actually was something dirty. Mm-hmm. That's uh, what I thought. So that's where the crazy stupidity at part comes in. Because apparently Officer Doug was recently disciplined. Because remember, I told you this happened back in July. Mm-hmm. He was recently disciplined for allowing the couple to have a smoke, a kiss, and then do it. Like the dirty, dirty. Uglies. Yeah. In the back of his cruiser. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lee and Molendick, that's their last names, were uh, placed in the rear, in Doug's rear, of the rear of Doug's vehicle, mm-hmm. uh, his squad car, uh, and then drove them to jail. And uh, apparently he was playing uh, Barry White. Oh, he Can't get played enough of your a love, soundtrack babe. for them to do the dirty in his car. Too? Yeah, basically. And then he allowed them to smoke a cigarette inside his car. And uh, then they did the nasty. Ooh. Oh. 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 Whoa. Is there a video of this? That is so weird. What? No, I just don't understand what's in it for the police officer. Well, I, you know, everybody's got stuff. Yeah. I'm just saying. Uh, I will say that um, he said he was sorry. I mean, I would hope so. Yeah, he was suspended for 20 days. While uh, he saw nothing wrong with them kissing and cuddling, he claimed not to have seen their uh, doing the nasties. A female cop who watched the arrestees while the cop car was in the Sally Port, Mm -hmm. which must be a place you put cars when you pull into the station. She said, I think they're making babies back there. Mm -mm. God. Is she? Yes. All right. We are going to stay in Florida. Are you ready for this? Yay! What's in Florida? Uh, This story. Um, I'm going to tell you about this. Okay. So there's this guy, and his name is uh, Michael Johnson, and he is Mm. a coin collector. Okay. He he inherited a bunch of very valuable coins from a family member upon their untimely death. Oh, that's kind of awesome. And he is using, or he was uh, using these coins to help him Kind of in his retirement, he would sell them every twice in a while and then get money, and that's how he would live. Um, well, unfortunately, uh, he ha- well he had about 
$350,000 worth of rare coins. That's a good amount of rare coins. Um, But he fell in with a guy who wasn't very honest. And this guy's name is Anthony Mele. Anthony Mele was doing some work on Mr. Johnson's house. And uh, they'd kind of befriended each other when Mr. Mele decided to ransack the coin collection and take about $33,000 worth of coins. Not probably realizing the true value of all of these coins, he then uh, made off with them. And when Mr. Johnson realized they were gone, it was too late. Because Mr. Mele had already taken them first to a hobby shop where he tried to have them turned into a little bit more money. Then he got tired of waiting, and he really wanted to just get the payback, the payout of these coins. Okay. So he took the remaining coins uh-huh. and brought them to a Coinstar location and dumped them down the Coinstar and got them for face value. So essentially, he dumped about $2,300 worth of coins into the Coinstar and got back only $29. Oh, my God. What an idiot. Because he put the collectible coins into the Coinstar. Did they find them? Did they get them back? They didn't. <gasps> and I'd be calling Coinstar. Mr. Johnson is uh, none too pleased because... Really, there's not insurance for, he says there's not like an insurance for this kind of thing. Okay, well, you should have gotten an insurance policy. That's your first mistake. So the good news, well, not good news. Mr. Maley did trade in about $4,000 worth of those coins and was able to get $4,000 from him. The guy who stole them from the collector. Okay. And then the rest of them he took to the Coinstar location and just dumped them down. A bunch of quarters. That's it. $29.30. $29.30. Wow. That is so... He dropped 33 presidential coins valued at $1,000 each. What an idiot. Each. That's drugs. Somebody wanted drug money. It, he wanted booze, actually. Yeah. So, yes. Booze? Same, same. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's even worse. I know. Yeah. Ugh. Can you imagine? So, there's a lot of crazy, stupid idiot going on, right? Because there's the crazy, stupid idiot who stole the coins in the first place. And then he's double super stupid because he could have had more money if he would have just been patient. But instead, he dumped him down the coin star. Exactly. All right. That was in Florida, correct? Correct. Now let's go to Mount Pleasant. Oh, that sounds pleasant. Wisconsin. Next door. And I want to tell you about uh, some stuff. Okay. And that stuff involves a pizza place. Okay. Have you ever been to a Topper's Pizza? I haven't. I haven't either. And, you know, I always get those coupons. Well, I don't think we get them anymore because I think the one that was near us just closed. Yeah. Um. So I've never been to Topper's, but I know they got them coupons. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they're any good or not. I but don't either. Maybe someday I'll get to try it. But in this particular story, I want to tell you about a Topper's Pizza delivery driver uh, who was... Um, Doing some stuff. Okay. okay. Uh, I want to tell you about um, uh, this guy. His name is Ryan or Raymond, rather, Prido. He's 35. He has an address. Now, apparently, he was doing some stuff. He was ordering some pizzas, and then the pizza would show up, and then he would give them some money, and then they would go away, and then mm-hmm. he would order some more pizza. There's only one problem. Okay. He wasn't paying for pizza with money. Oh. Was he paying for pizza with sex? No, but that oh. would be 
hilarious. Uh, can I have some extra sausage? <laughs> okay. Okay, well, how was he paying for the pizza? He was paying with counterfeit money. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they were taking it. Yeah, so actually what they did was the 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 uh, pizza delivery guy um, wasn't actually a pizza delivery guy. He was an undercover police oh. officer. And so when he'd called uh, to order a pizza that particular day... Um, they, you know, got the cop, put him undercover in a pizza mm. delivery guy uniform, gave him a topper's pizza, and then he, you know, paid with fake $20 bills. I didn't, you know, I didn't, this is dumb and I know it's dumb. Yeah. I didn't realize people were like counterfeiting still. Well, here's the interesting thing. This wasn't even like really good fake money. This was uh movie prop money. So money that they use on movies, like movie sets. That's real dumb. Yeah. He said he had apparently um, been using it to buy. He wanted to buy a fake Xbox. He wanted to buy a fake Xbox with his fake money? No, I'm sorry. He wanted to buy an Xbox with his fake money. That'd be kind of hilarious. I mean, I was just buying a fake Xbox with my fake money. No, um... So that's why he had the money. So, you know, he was like, I'm just going to order some pizzas, too. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, well, before we go, I have not yet given, uh, Lindsay a heads up about this. I'm going to do a little giveaway because I forgot we have something special to oh, give away. Oh, we do, yeah. Yes. And so I have to make up for yesterday too. I have two, four packs. Two? Two. Because I have one from yesterday and one from today mm-hmm. for Disney on Ice. Oh my goodness. Yes. <gasps> six, five, one, six, four, one. Two, four packs. One, oh, seven, one. We're going to have two winners. Caller number three and caller number four right will be the winners of a four pack to see Disney on ice. Six five one six four one one oh seven one. And we are gonna be right back with the throwback live at two forty five on my talk one oh seven one. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm James Seawood, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.